Hello and welcome to the Heal Your Heart, Heal Your Life podcast with Kiara Jade, the podcast where we talk about all things that we have healed and worked on in order to create a better life for ourselves, really. Today's topic is going to be on finding your passion and purpose, so a big topic. I'm assuming that if you've tuned in here today, that means that maybe you're not sure what your passion and purpose is and you want to find out more. You're in the right place. So finding your passion and purpose, I think a lot of us aren't in tune with our passion and purpose in life. And I think it's not always the easiest thing to find our passion and purpose when we've been kind of told the way we should be by society and things like that. Um, And the reason I think we're so disconnected from our passion and purpose most of the time um, is because we've been shut down or we've been shamed. So I watched this interesting video the other day. It was just like a TikTok, like a two minute video. Um, And it was like when we're a child and we start to walk, everyone applauds us and everyone's so happy for us and celebrating that we're walking, right? But then when we start to grow up and we go, I want to go do this and I want to accomplish this dream, it's almost like the opposite happens. Like people don't applaud us for having a dream. It's almost like their first reaction is to shut down and to say, oh, you're never going to make it in the art industry. Like it's too hard. You know, there's so many starving artists out there. Is that really what you want to be? Um, you'll never make any money in that. Um, there's always there's so many negative things that people just come up with, and I'm even guilty of it myself of shutting people's dreams down without even meaning to. Um, unfortunately, it's the way we're programmed, and sometimes that can come from you know ourselves not following our own dreams or not believing in ourselves, and we're projecting that onto our person we're talking to or our child. Um, or maybe it's just because that's the what our parents said to us, and then therefore we hold on to that. And that's how we parent in turn as well. You know, if you had an anxious parent who told you you're never going to make it, like, what if, what if you're always that starving artist and you never earn any money? Like you're going to hold on to that anxiety and you're going to shut down that dream. Um, And I think a lot of the times what holds us back from our passion and purpose is being shut down and being shamed and deciding, you know what, that's too hard. I'm not going to try. And it's really sad, actually, um, but so, so common. So I think a lot of the time people mistake passion and purpose for what society tells us we should be doing. So, for example, I am a woman who is approaching her 30s. Um, the rhetoric of society is that, you know, if you're married and you're having children, you know, you're a successful young person. Um, you're a successful woman and that'll bring you happiness. I think a lot of the time we assume that success will bring us happiness or success in things that we should be doing. And so here comes along the person who is married and has settled down and had kids and suddenly they're like, I'm not happy. Why am I not happy if I've got everything I was told I should have gotten or I've gotten that high paying job? I'm well off now I'm I'm financially settled but there's still that little niggling part of me that is not happy even though I'm successful and it's interesting because when you're in this position and you find that feeling people shut that down as well because they have never been successful and they don't know how to um, empathize with someone who is successful but is also unhappy because in their mind they've bought into the idea that society tells us 
you have a high paying job, if you have a house, if you have, you know, 2.5 kids, that means you've made it and you're going to be happy for the rest of your life. Um, so if they themselves haven't got that, they're not going to be able to empathize with you when you say, Hey, I've got these things, but it's still not enough for me. And I think that's where passion and purpose play such a key role, because if we're not connected in with our passion and purpose, we might have all the amazing markers society tells us we should have by whatever age. And we're still not happy. Success does not equal happiness. Finding your passion and purpose and living your passion and purpose and becoming successful by doing that is a lot more likely to find you joy because your passion and purpose will always bring you joy. Sure, you might be running a business around it and there might be aspects of that business like, I don't know, admin or marketing or something like that that doesn't bring you as much joy as doing the actual thing that you're running the business about. But overall, that activity will bring you joy. So how do we find our passion and purpose in a world where we're shut down? So um, I find that connecting in with your inner child is integral here. And I know a lot of things always come back to the inner child and you're probably like, oh, yeah, well, again. Um, but our inner child knows. They know what our life path is. They're in touch with our higher selves and they know joy, right? Look at these children who are just so joyful and happy and, you know, not a care in the world because they haven't gotten to that age yet where they, I think it's like 11 or 12, where you learn that society standards are this. And if you're not this, you're not beautiful. You're not loved. You're not accepted. And it's that age where we shut down. That's it's that age where we learn, you know, we're not good enough unless we're competing with societal standards. So we want to go back to our inner child because our inner child will always know. I remember when I was 15, which is a bit old, but I went to some guy's house and his mom around the dinner table asked me, oh, you know, what do you want to do with your life? Like, what, what do you want to grow up to be? And I said to her, I want to be a marriage counsellor. A few people scoffed at me at that table. She actually responded well because I think she was a family therapist, so she was all over it. But um. I ran around telling other people that dream, I want to be a marriage counselor. And people laughed in my face. They were like, you're not married. You're 15. Like, what do you, you don't know the first thing about relationships. You don't, you don't know anything about relationships. Like, how could you be a marriage counselor, right? Who's going to listen to a 12 year old? Like, <laughs> um, and little 15 year old May took all of that on board and agreed and was like, well, you know, Maybe I don't know as much as someone who's married. Like, I, I'm not married. Maybe they're right. Maybe, you know, no one will ever listen to me when I'm counselling them, you know. And what I did is I buried that dream. I let it go. I shut it down. I never spoke about being a marriage counsellor ever again. And it wasn't until I had that flashback of a memory the other day that I was like, oh, my God, I always knew. It was always there. So for those of you who don't know now, I've started my own side business in relationships and healing relationships and this podcast was somewhat born out of that as well healing trauma and healing and working on ourselves and that was born out of finding my passion and purpose um and I forgot that all those years ago when I was 15 I already knew but I just I swallowed my pride and I listened to people when they said why don't you just become a psychologist or why don't you just become a counsellor instead and you know 
that'll be more well regarded. And then I ended up following that path and um, and changed the game for myself a little bit. And I had to unlearn all those things and that shame and that trauma to come back to myself, to come back to who I really was at the root core, that inner child who loves looking at people's relationships and who loves seeing the patterns and the dynamics and who can understand people's relationships on a different level that I find most people aren't quite at. Um, so I have the skill. And I think there's this Japanese saying that your passion, your purpose is the creation, the combination of three things. So um, what you enjoy doing, like what you love, what you're good at and what people would pay you for. Like what is your genius zone? What is your, your place where you, like what place in your life, the thing you know the most about that you're just an expert in because you're just so interested in that, that you voluntarily go and seek it out. So for me, the TV shows I watch, the books I read, um, if there is a good relationship dynamic, if there's like a, you know, what's that trope? Um, uh, love triangle that's what I'm there's a love triangle I am there <laughs> I'm sucked in and I'm interested in that book if there is a good relationship or if it's written well um and that's what tell that's that's why I know I love relationships because I'm just very fascinated by them even if they're going badly um so my point is go back to your inner child what did you love in childhood what did you find yourself just doing naturally like what were you drawn to creatively before you were told you know you're bad at drawing or you'll never make it as an artist what did you used to do um before you were told you can't um and this might be you know going back in a meditation and having a chat to your inner child or it might just be going through your old memories and seeing if something comes up um because I almost think that when you have a dream, you have a passion and purpose that becomes this big dream and you tell people about it, it's almost like a rite of passage to have someone shut you down and say, no, you can't do that. It's like the, <laughs> it's like the first test of the universe, right? You're like, I have this big dream and I want to accomplish this. And someone's like, that is a huge dream. You'll never accomplish that. You're not smart enough to do that. You don't have enough money to set up that business you don't have the right product. No one will ever buy that. Um, there's always going to be some naysayer around you that shuts you down and puts you down. And that will trigger a lot of stuff in your inner child. That'll trigger some shame. That'll trigger some, am I good enough? Am I worthy of this? Do I love myself enough to follow this dream? Or is it just easier for me to go, okay, I'll just go get a nine to five office job because that's what I've been told I should do. And, you know, that's what's, what everyone is going to be happy with. Like mom and dad are going to be happy with me if I, you know, go get that office job that pays really well and then they don't have to worry about me financially. Um, and it's a, it's a lot easier to let go of our dreams sometimes than it is to chase them and to follow them, which is sad. Um, but unfortunately is the reality of where we live. And I think this is why people are so disconnected because without even realising it, you've been shut down and you've taken it on board. And you almost can't even remember where your creative um, loves or passions are anymore because they've never been validated as worthy or worthwhile to be taking your time to do. 
Um, and so, so your inner child knows. Another way to find out whether something is your passion and purpose, or if you could make it. So usually you'll, it'll start with a passion. Like, what do you love? What do you enjoy? I found this amazing quote when I was in America, which I bought, but then ended up giving, like it was a little block, giving it away to one of my friends, uh, was follow your bliss, all right? It's so simple, but something that I would forget to do so often. <laughs> um, I think it's really easy when you're someone who, you know, wants to go with the status quo or wants to just go with the flow and not cause big waves to just go, all right, I'll just, you know, do what other people are doing. And without realizing that that's gonna bring you unhappiness. So following that career path that your parents told you you should do because it's steady and it's stable, maybe working in a bank or something. You followed that because, you know, it was safe. It wasn't going outside of the comfort zone. It was something you knew was going to get you those things you were promised success is gonna bring you happiness. And so you said, okay, well, maybe I'll let go of this dream and I'll follow that. And then you get to a certain point in that career or in that relationship where you're like, I'm not happy. There's just this niggling feeling that I'm not happy. And I know that there is more for me out there. There is more to life than this. And that's when you know we need to reconnect with our passion and purpose. Um, so follow your bliss. What brings you joy? What activities, as little, as small, as unimportant as they come, right? Another good one is what do you lose time on? So when you found your passion, your purpose, you can just fall into something and, you know, it's been two hours by the time you look up at the clock. You're like, oh, my God, where did this time go? And you've gotten so focused and fixated that it's like to all else, um, all else goes by the wayside and you're just really into this thing. And that tells me that that is a passion of yours because nothing else matters when you're doing it. You're just enjoying it that much. So it might not come to you straight away. This might be a, a few conversations or it might come to you in say a month's time or something when you're actually doing the activity and you're like, wow, I love this so much. Like, hang on a minute. What did that girl on that podcast say? <laughs> um, but just keep an eye out for those things. Or you might just intuitively know listening to this, oh, it's, it's this, it's this. And then from there to bring your passion into your purpose, it's like, how can this help other people? Or how can I like teach other people this? Or how can I leverage this in order to pay myself a wage essentially? Because you might be the best artist in the world and you might want to give away all your art for free but then you're not giving back to yourself and you're not allowing yourself to do that art full time because you haven't been able to build up the financial means in order to do it. So we need to do things in balance as well. Um, so once you've found that passion and your purpose and you are doing it all the time, is there a way that it can be monetized? Is it a way where it can help other people where you're you know, sharing your knowledge or your expertise? Like maybe you become an art teacher or um, even an art therapist, something along those lines. Like there's so many avenues that can come from something. But you don't need to know all of this straight away. Like don't get overwhelmed with the big picture before you've even found your passion. You know what I mean? 
um, step by step, things will fall into place. And when at the right time, opportunities will arise. Um, but just know you're not alone. If you haven't found it yet, that's okay. You know, you're not, not stupid for not being able to find it because maybe you just got shamed a lot harder than everyone else. Maybe it's become like an unconscious memory now and there'll be a fair amount of digging to get back to it. And that's okay. That's not your fault. These things happen. Um, but yeah, keep searching, keep following your bliss and see where that leads you and where that takes you. And ask yourself, like, if I truly love myself, what would I be doing? Right? That question changed my life when I heard that. Because I was like, oh my God, I wouldn't be doing this. <laughs> and that's when it was time to shift. So yeah, I hope you found something helpful out of this talk today. And I hope you find your passion, your purpose. I'd love to know what it is below if you want to comment. Um, and yeah, all the best. You got this. It's your passion, your purpose. If you're meant to be on that life's path, sometimes it'll find you. <laughs> Much love.